how's going? This is Jing. I'm a flying instructor, charter pilot, and skydiving jump pilot in Australia. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. Before we start, it, make sure you check out my online courses. Link is down below. Also, please give it a thumbs up to this video if you enjoy this kind of storytelling content. It will really boost my confidence and help this channel a lot. Last episode, it ended with a sad note. If you don't know what happened, check out the last episode. I talk about that around seven minutes in. I feel like every episode will have something bad happen. I guess there are always ups and downs in life. Anyways, let's continue the story. As for the CPL training, there weren't a lot of differences compared to PPL training. A lot of the flight is to build my command hours, which are the solo flight time. I remember one of the solo navigation flight, I needed to plan to an aerodrome that built with a race course. I think it's called Harden Airport. There's a horse racing course and the one way intercept with the course. So if there's a horse racing happening, the airport will be closed for obvious reason. No one wants to hurt those horses or the human. I couldn't get to the airport the first time I planned to go there because the weather was marginal with very low cloud base. To fly to Harden Airport, I needed to get past the mountain ranges in Sydney, like Mountain Victoria, Blue Mountain. As much as I love the stunning view of those mountains, but it also means it's a dead trap if you have an engine failure. There's not a lot of choices of flat land for pilot to do emergency landing. The best you can go for may be a river. So it's best to fly as high as possible around those areas. And the first time I planned to fly to Harden Airport, the cloud base was so low, I was pushing to maybe less than 1,000 feet above ground level. It's still legal because the minimum flight altitude is 500 feet above unpopulated area. However, I wasn't feeling comfortable with the choice of flying that low in the mountain area. And the forecast also said the weather will become worse on that day. So I make a command decision to turn back to Benstown Airport and call it a day. I don't want to be a hero. Funny thing is that my instructor asked if I tried to go further. I said no, I didn't want to. She wasn't too pleased with that. Then another instructor said, oh, actually, there were a pen pen call just when he came back from his flight. The pilot was trapped in that area with low cloud and required assistance. I was like, see, I was right. <laughs> Another memorable moment during my CPL flight training at UNSW was that every year we would go on two big solo trips along with a few other students and an instructor. One is to Melbourne and the other is to Brisbane. Everyone will have their own plane. We can plan a five-hour trip with a few stops each way to Melbourne or Brisbane of course, you can fly there from Benstown Airport in maybe two and a half to three hours in a strict line. But these trips are to build solo hours anyways. It was so much fun. I learned a lot from doing these flights. The first trip was to Archerfield at Brisbane. The first time we got scheduled for the flight, the weather was so bad with so many isolated thunderstorms north of Sydney area. 
we had to cancel the flight. Then the second time around, the weather was perfect. I have my gear and a bag of clothes because we were staying overnight at Brisbane. Also, I remember most of the time these trips are scheduled to be on the weekend and there was no bus to Bankstown Airport on the weekend. So for me, I didn't have a car and also I didn't have a driver license. I didn't get a driver license until I got my flight instructing qualification. Luckily, my classmate John was at the same progress with me. We shared the same instructor, so he gave me a lift all the time for those weekend flight, super early morning flight or late night flight. Most of the time, there's no bus running at all. Speaking of the transportation, a bit of a sidetrack, you know, I mentioned that we had to do the BAK course during my semester break in the first year. At that time, I was still living near the UNSW campus, which is in Ramway. I needed to attend the class at 7 in the morning at Benstown Airport, so I had to take a bus at around 3 in the morning to Central Station, then change to the train to Benstown Station, then change to the bus again to Benstown Airport and get there at 6 in the morning. The next option will be past 7 a.m. So either I'm super early or be very late. The transit time in between the bus and train was so long. That's why I needed to start at 3 in the morning. Talking about dedication. <laughs> good time. At least I got my good friend Aston. He was also doing the same degree. We did that crazy stupid morning routine for that whole two weeks every single weekday. I was so exhausted. Later on, before we started the second year, we both moved to a share house in Pastel. We only need to take two buses to the airport. The commute time vary from 30 minutes to one hour, depends on the transit time. There was a huge improvement, trust me. We still need to wake up at 4 in the morning for those 6 o'clock early start. I know having a car will be much easier, but I would never trade this crazy good memory. Like, just getting to and back from the airport for the whole three years degree. It was a struggle, but also proved that nothing can stop me from learning to fly. Anyways, back to the Brisbane trip. It was pretty awesome. We chose to fly inland to Archerfield. Tamworth was our fuel stop. The procedure was interesting though. I remember we needed to call inbound near a valley or something. The ATC at Tamworth relied on the pilot to report their location. Two of our planes called inbound within only one minute apart. The ATC was a bit worked up and worried and keep asking if both pilots see each other. I was like, oh, I better fly a bit slower to keep my distance from the inbound point. After the landing and revealing, I got ready for my departure. The tower forgot my clearance and asked me again where I was going and my plan level when I was on the one way waiting for takeoff clearance. I replied saying my clearance and intention, then they cleared me for takeoff. My classmate later told me he was laughing so hard in his plane and said, I just cleared myself for departure. I guess. <laughs> 
The way to Archerfield is pretty much the same procedure, flying the plane and navigating. The inbound procedure at Archerfield was quite similar to Benstown Airport, just with different ground features for inbound point and reporting point. We all landed, pack up our stuff, tie down the plane and call it a day. The next day, we planned to fly back to Benstown Airport, mostly via coastal area. However, the Gold Coast airspace rejected our request for all of us. I don't know what happened. Maybe they don't like uni students. It was a shame because I know the coastal flight along the Gold Coast beaches has amazing scenery. Oh well, anyways, we all needed to divert inland to get around the airspace. Later that I knew, two of our aircraft were getting too close around the Gold Coast area. They told me they could see the other person's face in the cockpit. That was really, really close. Brisbane Centre ATC got a bit of a heart attack with this. Luckily, nothing bad happened. For the rest of the flight back home, there was nothing interesting or outstanding thing happened. Apart from the scenery was amazing. I went back home and slept for 14 hours. Anyways, I will finish this episode here. In the next episode, I will talk more about some other interesting event during my CPL flight training and possibly my flight test. If you enjoyed this video, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, give it a thumbs down. You can also comment down below about any interesting story about your flight training. Thank you for listening. I will see you next time.